0: It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive, Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates, Price and Coverage Match Limited by State Law.
1: You're listening to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. Now, here's your host, Faraz Sadiqi and Zach Razzuto. We're live. We are live. We're live. We are live. Welcome to the Upper Hand Fantasy Podcast. I am Faraz. I'm here with Zach. We are about to get started. 12-team PPR mock draft on Sleeper. Let's get it popping. It's almost July. Let's See, follow. like I wanted to wait until July, Zach, to like start these mock drafts off, but right. I couldn't wait. I just couldn't wait. I just feel <laughs> it's like... It's that time of year. <laughs> it's that time of year. We have to get it started. I kind of want to, like, you know start doing these just because, like, we can really see what the difference is between a mock that we do today at the end of June and a mock that we end up doing in the middle of August, right? It's going to be drastically – I mean, it's going to be drastically different. There are some players that their their prices are going to skyrocket or they're going to fall depending on what happens. A lot of these running backs are going to get – free agent running backs are going to get signed. Right. Uh, So we'll see how that goes. But anyway, how are you feeling right now? You got the 12th spot here. I'm at the seventh spot. Uh, You were the first one to join and you chose the turn.
0: I love me the 12th spot. And that's just because I like to let the board follow me. Like I'm not going to be reaching on any players when you're picking up front at the top top one, four picks, any of them in there, one, two, three, or four, I feel like the amount of value that you're getting, obviously Christian McCaffrey is very good and Justin Jefferson is very good, but everybody here at the top of the draft, we're we're taking them to finish, you know, number one overall at their position or number two overall at their position. So I look at that and I think like the difference between Christian McCaffrey and the next best running back, Austin Eckler, might not be that much at the end of the season where, you know, I don't need to use the first overall pick on a guy like Christian McCaffrey pick there and then have to wait until the end of the second round to make my next pick. I like making two in a row. And I think that regardless of who you're taking, you know, early in the draft, you're not going to mess up. So I I think that just having two guys that are like tail end round one talents and high end round two talents over versus, you know, just a high end round one talent and maybe, you know, a low round three talent. I, I weigh that a little bit differently than some people, but I like taking, um, those guys at the turn. Um, I don't think that there's too much discrepancy in value between the first pick and then what I get at 12. That that's been my philosophy. Like every time I draft, and I'm just going to keep you know exercising that.
1: Well, we know that you're at the turn and you are going to reach for your guys. That's all I know. So that's that so? makes me that makes me happy. That you're I can let reach the forward follow me. What if someone? Falls I don't know. To me I don't know if you will though. I don't know if you will. We'll We're going to get into I mean, some interesting spots here. All right. Just want to shout out everybody. Me. Uh, who joined uh, from the upper hand community? We got McCann fifty two at the one spot. Hammy forty two sixty nine, friendly wanker at one three. This is a friendly show, friendly wanker. Come on, Jay Torres twenty four oh six. Soli P at the one five. Miles Marlow at the one six. I'm at the se- I'm at the one seven. Akupe, twenty two. Get wrecked to Jace, OG Scalen and Zach finishing off at the twelfth spot. All right. Let's get it popping. Let's get it popping. Getting the hit and start right now. Let's do it. Are you sure you want to start? I am sure. McCann, you are on the clock. Let's get it popping. Justin Jefferson, off the board with the 101. Zach, are you surprised?
0: No, I'm not surprised. And I know that you would agree with this pick. Really? I know you, you've, you've my, been the 101, Justin Jefferson 101 champion, you know, so far this offseason.
1: You 100%. can't go wrong.
0: Justin Jefferson, you're going to be. It cannot perfect. go
1: wrong with Justin Jefferson. He has the, he could very well score the most fantasy points. Hemi is not in the room. Hemi, listen, what man. are you doing? I asked you guys if you can't make the draft, you ma- can't make the oh, picks. Excellent, excellent pick. Excellent pick McCaffrey. there by the bot,
0: Christian McCaffrey. <laughs>
1: Looks like Hemi is a auto-drafter. I'm sure everyone watching who couldn't get in the draft is very upset at Hemi for 2069. Go check if that's his IG handle, by the way. Uh, Jamar (laughs) Chase going off the board at the 104. Cooper Cup right before him. So we got Jefferson, McCaffrey, Cup, Chase off the board at this point. Sully P is on the clock. Um, This is a pretty typical start. I would say so. This Uh, looks like an underdog
0: start. You know, this isn't like your home league start. This is wide receiver heavy.
1: 12-team PPR mock draft, 14 rounds. We're not picking any defenses, guys, okay? We're not picking any kickers, okay? Just letting you know here. We got one flex. This is a three wide receiver league, okay? Let me just make sure. Three wide receivers. Uh, We are starting three wide receivers, one flex, zero kickers, zero defenses. And guess what? That's how you're supposed to play fantasy football, okay? If you have kickers in your league, still it's 2023. Get with Five the program. Five seconds on the clock. Oh. Travis Kelsey. I'm going Travis Kelsey All right. here. All that right, that was a that was a late pick. Yeah, I had no idea I was on the clock. I had no. I was just talking. I was just rambling. Right, you're good. Um, so, uh, so here here's how it went so far: Jefferson, McCaffrey, Cup, Chase, Eckler, Bijan Robinson at the one six right before me, followed by Travis Kelsey. I went with Kelsey here. The guys who were on the board, Travis Kelsey, Saquon Barkley, Tyreek Hill, Tony Pollard, all these guys were on the board. Stephon Diggs was on the board. I went with Travis Kelsey. The reason why I did that, I want the tight end advantage. Okay, if I'm picking at the 1-7, I love Saquon this year. I think the guy I would have picked at this spot is probably Tyreek Hill. I think it would be between Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey for me. Yeah. Those would be the two guys, because I truly believe that Tyreek Hill has the potential to be the overall wide receiver one this year, and it's pretty close. Like If you had to talk about the odds to finish as the overall wide receiver one, I think it's a little lower than Jefferson, maybe a little bit lower than Cup, but at the end of the day, I do think that Tyreek Hill has a near close chance of finishing as the overall wide receiver one this year.
0: Yeah, he absolutely has it, and just the way that the offense is built down there in Miami, they're going to be throwing it a lot. And we've seen, you know, even without Tua, Tyreek Hill blew his numbers out of the water. You know that he had with the Chiefs, he had his best season statistically with the Dolphins, and that was with Tua only starting twelve games. So All I right, think you're absolutely. I'm on the clock.
1: On I am yeah. on the clock here. Here's who's on the board: Patrick Mahomes, Derek Henry, Nick Chubb, Josh Jacobs, Jalen Waddle, Josh Allen.
0: There was a massive wide receiver run <laughs>
1: starting Yeah, there really nine. was. And we'll talk yeah. about that in a second after I make my pick. But it's going to be one of these running backs here. And the guy who I have highest on my board is Josh Jacobs. That is who I have. It, I like that pick. For me, for me it would be between Josh Jacobs and Nick Chubb right here. That's who I like that's on the board. The best available wide receiver on the board uh, was Jalen Waddell. Jalen Waddell and T. Higgins. So, real quick. So after after I chose Travis Kelsey in the first round, Saquon Barkley went next, followed by Tyreek Hill, followed by Tony Pollard, followed by Stefan Diggs. Zach, you went CeeDee Lamb and Amon Rice-St. Brown at the turn. Now I know uh, why you're liking the turn so much.
0: I love the turn. And I'm telling you, you can't go wrong with this wide receiver because I'm looking at high volume, which means high security, but also high upside in two fantastic offenses. They're both, I think you look at CeeDee Lamb and Amon Rice-St. Brown's offenses and their situations and i think they're almost identical because you have jared goff and dak prescott who are just guys that are gonna be high volume efficient passers throwing plenty of passes to their top guy on the offense and both of them have you know the talent to take anything to the house so i'm gonna go with them too you know i'm really happy right now it's a fantastic foundation for my team i'm happy with the way that went and then Devonte adams you. garrett wilson aj brown came off the board after that wow we're flying
1: Followed by Jonathan Taylor. Then I picked Josh Jacobs, Derek Henry, Jalen Waddle, Nick Chubb. And, you know, the question was posed to me in the chat here, right, uh, by uh, Zayas, Zayas Nick. He asked me, hey, Jacobs over Chubb? And my reasoning for that is just I'm expecting Jacobs to be uh, a lot more involved in the pass game than Nick Chubb. So yeah, can Nick Chubb potentially be a little bit more involved in the pass game? He hasn't been with Kevin Stefanski. And on top of that, Deshaun Watson isn't somebody who checks it down. Um, He's had good pass catchers in the past coming out of the backfield, and he's never utilized them uh, to their potential. So that's why. But listen, Nick Chubb is a perfectly good pick in the middle of the first round. I think he can have a tremendous year. Uh, He's a low end RB1, mid to low end RB1 for me. All right, I'm on the clock here. On the board, we have Jalen Hurst, Mark Andrews, Travis Etienne. DK Metcalf, Joe Burrow, Kenneth Walker, Lamar Jackson, Debo, Keenan Allen. There's only one guy that stands out to me in this list. Zach, can you guess who it is?
0: Mark Andrews. No, I'm kidding.
1: Nope. Jalen Hurts. <laughs> Jalen Hurts is my guy. The fact that I was able to get Jalen Hurts as the third quarterback off the board here. Patrick Mahomes was taken off the board by the bot at the at the 3 2. Josh yep. Allen was taken right before me. And Jalen Hurts. I'm going with him at the 3-7. He is the only quarterback that I'm willing to take in the third round. I'm not willing yeah. to take Josh Allen. Not willing to take Patrick Mahomes. I think Jalen Hurts has a legit chance of having a, a real significant positional advantage over the other quarterbacks, which is not often, which is not, you know, that doesn't happen often at the quarterback position. Right. Right? So um I like that. So so far. Travis Kelsey, Josh Jacobs, and Jalen Hurts for me. Uh, I'm decently happy with this, but I gotta understand that I have no wide receivers right now. So yeah. we'll see what yeah. I can do there. All we'll right. See. Um, or maybe I maybe I double up on running back, depending on who's on the board. Right. Zach, Keenan All right. Allen was mm. taken right before you. How do you feel about that? Yes, he was.
0: Um a, a little upset, but I don't I don't need receivers right now. So right now I need to look at addressing other parts of my roster. We're looking at let's see Travis Etienne's on the board. I definitely need a running back. Um, I was gonna get Joe Mixon. But, unfortunately, he's gone. Um, But I'm going to go with Travis Etienne because I think that he has high upside even though, you know, they don't want him getting those 20-plus touches and running, having over 75% of snaps. Either way, he's going to be on the field. He's going to be on a good offense. He can catch a ball. I'm going to go with Travis Etienne there. That's my rationale. Um, I'm I'm deciding between quarterback or a tight end, and I'm going to do something I don't usually do. And I'm going to take a tight end, and his name is T.J. Hawkinson because Ooh. he was fantastic down the stretch with the Vikings. He had awesome target share. You know, he, he had. He's on a much better offense in a much better situation. Yes, they have Jordan Addison. Yes, they have Justin Jefferson. But Kirk Cousins has been one of the most efficient. You know, he throws the ball almost. I think it was top five. He's inside the top five in pass attempts last season. So I'm going to go with a guy high volume, T.J. Hawkinson, good talent. They traded for him. I'm good with TJ Hawkinson there. So I, I like the balance of my roster right now. I would have gone yeah. for Lamar Jackson, but and I see that he went right after me, but I don't like taking quarterbacks that high. I, I'm kind of one of those guys you. that shoots for upside later. I like high floor. I think the guys I have right now at my skill positions are going to give me some good points on a weekly basis, and I can rely on lower quarterbacks later on.
1: Joe Burrow in the fourth round. Get wrecked. Ooh. You reached. You reached on Joe Burrow, I and he already same. has
0: Joe Mixon. It's That's interesting true too.
1: Oh, Joe to Joe, Joe to Joe yeah. connection. Okay, I'm on the clock. DK Metcalf, Kenneth Walker, Debo Samuel, Aaron Jones, Justin Fields. These are the guys that are on the board. Um, the guys that are standing out to me. I th- I think I gotta go DK here. I think he has the highest ceiling of any of the guys that are on the board right now um i'm not overly concerned about jsn coming in i think metcalf still has a chance of seeing 140 targets this year still has a great chance of 10 plus touchdowns so this is a ceiling play for me i'm going metcalf you know out of the wide receivers on the board obviously you have hopkins there who knows where he's going to land um you know i do think there are certain teams that he'll can command you know 100 you know 30 targets or whatever uh, but, you know, he, he might not, depending on where he lands. What if he lands with the Bills, right? Then you kind of split in targets there, right? right. So, uh, yeah. So I think DK Metcalf is a tier above these other guys that are who are on the board. Uh, Debo, McLaurin, DJ Moore, uh, Drake London, and those guys. Um, the running back that I was thinking about taking, maybe I shouldn't talk so much about who I was thinking about taking since we're <laughs> drafting with real people here.
0: Yes, this is true. And they're probably constituting some of the viewers on this live stream right now i would say so intel. i
1: probably. would i would probably yeah yeah i i, I think though i i'm i'm, I'm kind of happy with my team here so far you know Jalen yep. hurts jacobs metcalf and kelsey you know i'm kind of feeling that right now by the way just a, just a few notes on a a few guys oh damn it jk dobbins with the auto picks that's who yeah. i wanted that's 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 if he came around to me oh boy oh boy that
0: would be yeah. nice um, auto pick is really beating us dude he has three running backs on his roster he's yeah. Now check
1: this out. McCann fifty-two at the one hundred and one. I'm loving his team right now. Okay. It does look really good. Yeah. Justin Jefferson, Ramondre Stevenson at the two twelve. Jameer Gibbs at the three one. Mind you, this is a full PPR. Okay. Justin Fields at the f- at the end of the fourth round. DeAndre Hopkins top of the fifth round.
0: Justin Fields could be the key very nice, key one very nice McCann. overall, very nice start. So to get him in the fourth round is pretty big. You know, I was oh, thinking yeah. about taking him. In the third round, well, I'm in the same spot either way. But I was thinking thinking about taking Justin Fields at my pick, but I went with other talent. But I I like Justin Fields. I was thinking maybe he would slide down to me. But, you know, that would have to be a monumental spot. Just uh,
1: a few notable names who came off the board. Alexander Madison came off the board at the 310. Okay, that's, you know, really hoping that he's going to be that high end RB2 for you this year. Um, I'm looking at some other names here. George Kittle came off the board. Uh, in the, middle of the fourth round Soli Pee just auto-picked on us Brandon Ayuk that's somebody that I would have grabbed Chris yep. Gowan went right before me Another day is here and you're ready for it What to wear? Check Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help For your financial to-dos Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app So now we're looking at Drake London, Miles Sanders, Christian Watson, Dalvin Cook, Jerry Judy, DeAndre Swift. This is a very interesting spot here, okay? Why don't you do it? I'm going to go with one of these wide receivers here, okay? It's either going to be London, Watson, or Jerry Judy. And I am going to go with the talent and not the situation. And I'm going to go Drake London. All right. that's Drake London has a real shot at breaking out this year. And I know that every, Judy is everybody's darling this year, but I think Drake London is an actually he's actually an alpha wide receiver. And I think yeah. that he can actually potentially break out 10 plus touchdowns this year. It could happen. Um I think the Falcons could surprise this year, man. I really do.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think the offense that the Falcons have is ridiculous at this point, you know, outside of Desmond Ritter kind of being a question mark. And I'll elaborate on this in just a second because I'm up to pick. But I, I love the Falcons offense. This one, mm. All right. Yeah, I- I'm gonna go. Uh, I'm gonna go with the quarterback here. just because he's sitting down here at the five twelve. You know, I- I'm going with Justin Herbert. He's in a fantastic situation. Yeah. That's your boy. Justin Herbert. He's there. He's got Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, now Quentin Johnston. Austin Eckler's still there. Kellen Moore made Dak Prescott a very good fantasy quarterback. He can continue to do that. Justin Herbert, he had a down year, you know, compared to the standards that we had set for him. So I'm going to go with him and be happy. And then I'm going to look down the board. I'm going to take an upside play. And I'm going to go with Cam Akers.
1: Ooh. Because,
0: you know, I, I might be getting caught up in the whole – Cam Akers is going to be a central figure in the offense. I might be getting caught up in that, but I don't think that's the case this year. Even though they brought in Sonny Michel, I don't care. He's not going to be taking significant touches away. Cam Akers can be the engine in the run game. We saw it at the end of last season. And if that can continue, then I have myself a very solid RB2. And that's all I need at this point because I have Travis Etienne, two great receivers, um, and I got my quarterback locked down. So I'm feeling really good about my draft as well. But love it. Like I I was saying about the Falcons, though. Yeah. go Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, no,
1: the what were you going to say about the Falcons? Do you like, yeah, them, this so the Do you Falcons... like them as a little bit of a dark horse?
0: Yeah, 100%. As, like I was saying about the Falcons, you know, they have Drake London on the outside, Kyle Pitts at tight end, Bijan at running back. Okay, you're doing your happy dance. Who, who are you taking? I, I got to see this. Hang on. Come on, son.
1: Come on, son. <laughs> who you think I'm taking, man? Who you think Excellent. I'm
0: taking? It was between him
1: and It was between
0: DeAndre Swift and Cam Akers at my pick, but I went with Cam Akers. Man,
1: listen, man. Getting DeAndre Swift in the sixth round. Come on. Come on. You're going to let me do that? You're going to let me do that, guys? Come on. Listen, one thing's for sure. DeAndre Swift, like, he can go off in this offense. Now, the ceiling is super high. The floor is relatively low. But I'm going to keep up with the theme of my team, and that's upside. Yeah, If DeAndre Swift can be a a mid-RB2, at the very least, I'll be happy with that. In full PPR, I think he can get it done. So, I got the low-key stack here. Jalen Hurts and DeAndre Swift.
0: Yeah, okay. A little bit of a low-key stack. quiet stack. Yeah, okay. I like that.
1: All right. Like that. all right. Uh, Rash- um, Rashad White was taken right before me. James Conner was taken a little earlier. Now, if I wanted to go with the safe pick, James Conner would have been the pick if he was available to me. He wasn't. Right. Rashad White probably a safer pick as well. But these guys are like, you know, going to be depending on volume in bad offenses. Yeah. Whereas DeAndre Swift has a chance to be efficient like he's always had when he's on the field and play on a really good offense. And if Rashad Penny gets hurt, wheels up for DeAndre Swift. Yeah. Alvin Kamara just came off the board at the end of the sixth round. Uh, Mike Williams going off the board at the end of the 10th. How are you feeling about Mike Williams this year, man? Do you think he, uh, you know, he's going to get hurt? With Quentin Johnson coming in, do you think that, you know, this offense is taking a step forward and it'll be okay for Mike? How are you feeling about this price right here, end of the sixth round?
0: End of the sixth round, I don't think you can go wrong. The way that this offense is probably going to work, you know, it's going to be – I think I'm viewing Mike Williams pretty much the same way as I did as last season just because he's that role player downfield. He's going to be that jump ball guy. You know, he's never been somebody, you know, that's going to be a route technician like Keenan Allen. And Quentin Johnson's a little bit different. Then Mike Williams as well. I think Quentin Johnson is like a blend between Keenan Allen and Mike Williams. So they have all different roles that they're going to be playing. They'll be able to produce regardless. So Mike Williams in the sixth round, I'm okay with that. David Montgomery Montgomery. was taken right
1: before me. That would have been my pick there. Uh, But I got some good wide receivers here. Um, Tyler Lockett, you know, I really like him at this spot, but I already have DK Metcalf. There's Christian Kirk. I have starred here from last year. Uh, Christian Kirk, Deontay Johnson, George Pickens. I'm going Christian Kirk. Okay. P- pretty pretty easily there.
0: There goes I Jordan Addison.
1: Okay. Jordan Addison. Wow. See, me personally, I wouldn't be taking Jordan Addison over guys like Lockett, Deontay Johnson. Um, I can see him going above that. I'll even considered Jahan Dotson over Jordan Addison. I would consider a few of these wide receivers over Jordan Addison personally. Um, But, hey, to each their own, Jordan Addison Addison can absolutely kill it this year. I like the role
0: Jordan Addison is stepping into. You know, I look at what uh, Adam Thielen was able to do in that role with Kirk Cousins. Like I said, high-volume offense. Like, I don't think he can go wrong with Jordan Addison. I think he has a safe floor. I don't know what his upside is going to be because he's working alongside Justin Jefferson. Staying on the topic of receivers, I need another one. Because I've gone four rounds after taking two in the first two rounds. I've gone four rounds without taking one. And there's somebody sitting at the top that I was not a fan of last season. But I'm a huge fan of this season. His name is Deontay Johnson. Love this guy. I mean, you can't go wrong. As my wide receiver three, to be averaging End of the seventh round
1: is absolutely ridiculous.
0: Yeah, to be averaging probably eight, nine targets a game, you know, average. I, I think you can't go wrong with that pick there. So I love Deontay Johnson right there. And... Seeing as all the other positions are really taken, I shoot. I could shoot for upside here. <sighs> Nobody really like. I'm gonna go Kadarius Tony. Shoot for upside here. Go with upside. another wide receiver. We're starting upside play. three wide receivers in this league. Correct. So yes. that's gonna give me nice flexibility. I can either go safe with Deontay at my wide receiver three, or Kadarius Tony shoot for upside because apparently he's the wide receiver one in Kansas City. Remains to be seen. But <laughs> we'll see. I'm okay Taking a swing on him in the eighth round, especially with the way that my my draft has gone so far. I love my wide receiver. What do you think?
1: I love it too, man. I love it too. CeeDee Lamb, Ama Ross and Brown, Deontay Johnson, lock it in every single week. All right. John Donson was taken right before me, of course, because I just mentioned that I love him. Um, (laughs) George Pickens, don't want to go there. Not a big fan. Dak Prescott, Evan Ingram, Deshaun Watson. I'm going to go look at my flex here. I'm going to filter this by flex. Um, and I'm gonna go down this list, see who I like here. I think my favorite pick out of all of these guys. Can you guess who's gonna, uh, gonna be? Brandon Cooks. Cooks. Brandon Cooks. Brandon Cooks. I think he's going. He, you know, he's going off pretty late. You know, but I do think yeah. that he can make a, a, a fl- be a flex at the very least. You know, and I think his upside. We have talked about this before in the podcast that I think his upside is, you know, a high-end wide receiver three, borderline wide receiver two. I think that's very much in the range of his outcomes, even with CeeDee Lamb getting his, right? And I think CeeDee Lamb will continue to get his, be the alpha in that offense, but Brandon Cooks as a legit wide receiver two that Dak Prescott, you know, he hasn't had since it was Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb. Yeah, that was back in
0: 2021. And both Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb, I believe, finished top 15 that year. or Maybe it's top 17, something like that. But we know they were both inside the top twenty-four, well within inside the top twenty-four. So uh, I think that's perfectly fine. You know, Brandon Cooks—that's a a good assessment right there. Brandon um, Cooks—I'm not worried about him not getting targets. You know, he demands targets. That's just—he, I wouldn't say exactly—and that's
1: the point. It's like you know, we can't really look at what the wide receiver two in Dallas has done because they haven't had a wide receiver two like Brandon Cooks for a little while now. Um, A pick that I'm warming up on, Zach, is Juju Smith-Schuster. Yeah. In the ninth round here. Uh, and especially in PPR, uh, I kind of like it.
0: Yeah. I mean, that that's a good pick. Obviously, that was the auto. So good job. That with was Hammy the auto. By auto good job but Juju Smith Schuster, either way, he's going off the board in the ninth round right now. And Bill O'Brien is an offensive coordinator. So that's good news for the Patriots' offense. That's the biggest thing for me. It seems like they've settled down with Mac Jones. I think this offense can be, you know, middle of the pack. I think it's going to be middle of the pack. I don't think it's going to be really good or really bad. Not worried about the Patriots offense. It's just gonna be, you know, Juju Smith Schuster will have his weeks. But in the ninth round, I mean, I'd be very happy with him as a wide receiver three.
1: Now, Brian Robinson's here on the board. Okay. But this is a PPR league. I don't think Robinson has a lot of upside. You know, I think right. it's gonna be Gibson mostly. Jamal Williams, same thing. Doesn't catch passes. Charbonnet, similar thing potentially. Ah man, this is tough, man. I think I think I gotta go Samaj P. Ryan here. Right. It was a tough, tough choice. But I think Samaje Perine. I need some running back depth. I have Josh Jacobs, DeAndre Swift, and Samaje Perine is my third running back here in the ninth round. Um, this was a pick where you know I do think that the Broncos, if it's going to be Javante and just Perine going into the season, I think Perine is going to be very fantasy relevant in Sean Payton in a Sean Payton offense. We've talked about this before. This entire backfield has finished as the overall RB one or overall RB two. In the past, like ever since Sean Payton was a coach of the Saints, right? For like 90% of those seasons. <sighs> and this has been a crazy, you know, it's not just an Alvin Kamara, it's been a lot of running backs doing that, right? I'm not talking right. about the specific running backs, but the entire backfield. So I think there's going to be a lot to go around here. Zach is on the clock. I'm very sad. I just got sniped hard. Zay Flowers. <laughs> By the there's way, like- that would have been, that was the guy I was. Aiming for if I didn't go for P Ryan. Those are the two guys.
0: Now I gotta roll the dice here. Go so, with Zach Charbonnet. Okay. Because he has a chance to at least compete for touches. I don't want Jamal Williams. I mean, you know, he has a bunch of guys working around him ahead of him. Remember Big what we say? Friends don't let
1: friends draft Jamal Williams.
0: Yes, that's that's how the saying goes. And hmm. This year. I already have him. I'm on Ross St. Brown. Man, there is nobody here I really want, you know, tremendously. So I'm gonna shoot. There's not much else I can do. I know there's one QB league, but I have my safety Ooh, quarterback. There you go. I'm going to go with Train a little bait. upside here just in case anything happens. You know, Justin Herbert doesn't look good. Maybe Justin Herbert gets hurt. Anthony Richardson. I don't like the way the rest of the board was. I, I mean, all the other skill guys up until these past two picks I've made, I've been very happy taking. Um, Zach Sharpen, I'm not very happy taking, but I had to because I needed a running back. Um, and the wide receiver I wanted went off the board. Um, it's a pretty dead spot right here I would say right now in terms of players that I want to take. So, I'm I just shot for upside right there in the 10th round. It's late. I'll take Anthony Richardson at at that price, the rushing upside he has. I'll, I'll I'll take it. Not not extremely happy with that. But
1: Tank Dell going off the board in the 10th round. Jace must be from Houston. H-town in the house. Yeah, has to be the case. Because he probably could have got tanked down the last round. He Get probably right Rashad Bateman here at the 10-4. If Rashad Bateman was on the board at the 10-6, I would be doing jump, jumping jacks right now. I'd be doing backflips. Okay. Because Rashad Bateman taking- falling into the 10th round would be absolutely ridiculous. Right. I personally, I probably would have won with Bateman at, at, at the turn. If I were you, Zach. I know you're not a Bateman guy. But, you know. I'm more of a fly receiver guy. one in that offense, you know. Jared McKinnon was taken right before me. Akupe knows what's up. He knows who he, he knows. My guys, he knows who my guys are. But tenth round, I get it. I get it. All right, Jamal Williams sliding, sliding. I want to see who's going to take him. Uh Jamison Williams, Odell, Damian Harris, Cole Komet. All these guys are on the board right now. Um, I'm going with Jamison Williams. Jameson uh, Williams is is the upside play for me. He's a bench player. He's gonna sit on my bench. If I have an IR slash suspension spot, I will place him there until week seven. And right. I have not forgotten the type of prospect that Jameson Williams was. Okay. Jameson Williams was a very good prospect. He was up there, right? With Olata. Right. And with Gary Wilson and with Drake London. Now Did I think he was as good as those guys? No, but he was fourth, and he was close, very efficient in college, and now he goes to a good offense. And when he comes back, he could surprise a lot of people who've been been sleeping on him.
0: That's been the story of uh, Jameson Williams' whole career when he comes back, when he comes back, when he comes
1: back. I mean, it's only Uh, been one year, man. He got the ACL injury, you know what I mean? Yeah. What are you going to do? And – Listen, man, I feel bad for the guy because he was placing bets in the team hotel. He wasn't even team, in the team facility. You right. know, I understand. Should have followed the rules. Should have not taken the chance, but come on.
0: There's you know? Andre Miller going before Jamal Williams. As it should That's
1: be. As it should be. Yes. The
0: auto pick. Okay, so our auto now has five running backs on his roster.
1: <laughs> the auto has like the team. Through out. 11 rounds. He started pretty well, though. Okay. Yeah. Let's see. We're going to see who's on the board right now. Kendrick um, Miller going off the board in the 11th round. Jacoby Myers at the 11-3. A few spots before me. I'm trying to figure out who I have on my roster now. So, let's see. So, I have three running backs. I have four wide receivers. I have one tight end and one quarterback. Um, I could – You know, the thing is, like, I took a tight end so early. I took Kelsey that I don't really need to, like, get another tight end anytime soon. I also don't need to grab a a quarterback anytime soon. So I kind of had the luxury of just choosing running backs and wide receivers just to kind of see who pops. Right. That's my that's going to be my strategy from here on out. Right. Right. Running backs, wide receivers, running backs, wide receivers, because I'm just going to shoot for upside and see who ends up popping off. Uh, Lazard going off the board right before me. Nico Collins as well. Um, I like Nico Collins, man. I do like him this year. Um Dalton Kincaid, you know, a little bit of an upside play there, but I'm gonna scroll down a little bit, see who else is available. Oh man, these these they, we're really getting we're, we're really getting benefit. down there, huh? <laughs> yeah. Wow. There's oh, not a whole loose. lot. There really isn't, man. Listen, I'm gonna go Dalton Schultz here just because I feel like he is, you know, he could be a legit tight end, right? Tight end one. Yeah. Now. I don't love him this year, but Houston's offense doesn't really have much, right? I think it's going to be Nico Collins, number one, Dalton Schultz, number two. So he's going to have some value. And me taking him here in a little bit of a dead spot where I don't like a lot of these guys, um, I think he could potentially be some trade bait. I know this is a mock draft, but we're trying to make this as realistic as possible.
0: Right. If he's putting up tight end nine, Eight numbers. You know, if he's like the tight end nine or eight by midway through the season, that's going to be enough to get somebody to buy him. You know, I, yeah. I think that would be plenty where you can have him straight, bait. And it's not that bad. Just in case something would happen to Travis Kelsey, you have a reliable well, starter, I think. Yeah.
1: I mean, my goal would be to just treat him like as soon as somebody needs a tight end. Like if somebody shits right. the bed for another team in week one, if they were a late round tight end person, right? If someone shits the bed for them. Yeah. Dalton Schultz is going to be, I'm going to be. Trying my ass off to trade Dalton Schultz to them. Assuming that Dalton Schultz had a decent week one. Right? Right. All right. You just look Adam Thielen at the turn here. 11-12. Yep. That's one of your guys. Just yep. late.
0: I, I like Adam Thielen. I'm not like, you know, like you said, jumping jacks for Adam Thielen. But I will say he's a veteran receiver with a rookie quarterback. He's going to have value early on. Because who else in that room? I'm, honestly, obviously Jonathan Mingo's there. But um, I'm not sure that he's going to be able to produce right away, you know, as he develops and acclimates the NFL climate. Last minute pick, Dalton Kincaid. I'm doing it just because I can. I I don't like any of these running backs. I was hoping, hoping Jalen Warren would fall to me. But at this point, there's not really a running back where I'm confident saying, all right, I'm going to start him and he'll be able to produce any week that I need him to, you know, if I just throw him in as a flex.
1: I Nine do picks. like the Jalen Warren pick taken right after me at the 11-8. Um, you know, I think he's going to be in every down back if Najee Harris were to get hurt, right? Uh, Roshan Johnson right after him at 11-9. I think that's a great pick as well. These are two upside plays. That you, that's how you want to roll, right? Tyler Algier right right now twelve at the 12-4 spot. If anything, happen, if anything were to happen to Bijan, I think Algier showed enough last year where he can get a step up in, in his role. Right, right. Um, so I, I do, I do like these picks. These are great shots at running back around this spot. Um, Looking at the board right now, I'm on the clock. We got Tyler Boyd, Rondell Moore, Jonathan Mingo, Rashi Rice, Zay Jones, Romeo Dubs. These are the wide receivers on the board. At running back, Devin Singletary, Deontay Foreman, Raheem Mostert, Jeff Wilson, Jerome Ford, Tajay Spears, Leonard Fournette. Um, I do like a lot of these guys, but I think the guy that's really standing out to me is uh, Leonard Fournette here. I think Leonard Fournette's going to end up becoming – a uh you know going to a team and having a shot at being the one a in some capacity. some fashion right yeah. like i think there is a shot that he could do that and he was like not so inefficient last year you know for a back who's a free agent right now he's the top get for any team between the guys like between Zeke him um well actually Dalvin Cook's available obviously so Dalvin Cook would be number 1 yeah. Number two is Fournette, and then like a couple spots away would be Zeke and Kareem Hunt. I think those would be kind of like – and I think Kareem Hunt would be before Zeke too if I'm a team. I'd rather have Kareem Hunt, uh, just a younger player with less tread on his tires. Um, But I think Fournette will likely outperform this ADP right here pretty easily.
0: Yeah. Yeah, assuming he signs the team. He will.
1: (laughs) He will. And it might not happen until, you know, like late in training camp or, you know – Right before the season yep. starts. I can totally understand someone like Fournette doesn't want to participate in camp. I can totally see that.
0: That is a lovely pick for McCann, 52. Jared Goff, 13th round. Love it. Love it. I love his
1: team, man. <laughs> I love his team. Um, you know, McCann, McCann's winning this draft right now. Like, besides he, he's me, doing good. he has my favorite team.
0: <laughs> of course.
1: You have to love your team. Of course, man. Of course, man. We, that's what we do here, man. We roster bait. <laughs> All right, Jared Goff That's at the, the 13-1, Deontay Foreman, Dwayne McBride at the 13 3. Someone has been listening. Paris Campbell, 13 4, friendly wanker. Jerome Ford at the 13 5. Jerome Ford going to have a bigger year, bigger uh impact on the Browns offense in a second year, right behind Nick Chubb, assuming that they don't draft another running back. Um, right. I'm gonna be on the clock in a second here. Raheem Moser just went off the board. Um, I like Jeff Wilson here. He is. He could potentially be Miami's, uh, you know. Goal line back, so I do yeah. like him. Um, I like a few of these other wide receivers as well. Um, since I drafted, do I, do I have enough running backs here?
0: You have four, looks like.
1: I think I'm gonna go with Jonathan Mingo here. I like Jonathan Mingo as somebody who could potentially carve out a role in year one out of the slot. Um, somebody who could surprise. You know, now I'll tell you why I didn't choose Tyler Boyd. I think Tyler Boyd, he's, I think he's a good best ball pick, right? He'll have his games, but I think on a week to week basis, he's just super hard to trust. Um, He's not the worst flyer that you can throw in your lineup, I think. But I think I'm just going with the upside of Mingo who could potentially become the number one target in this offense for Rice Young. I think that's it's, in the realm of possibilities. It's like,
0: are you ever going to sit there and be like, I'm going to put Tyler Boyd in my lineup this week?
1: Yeah, I, don't I, think mean, so. I did last year. You know, year, like, I don't think that's ever
0: really going to happen. <laughs> so I'm, I'm going to go with Jaden Reed here. Nice, nice. Point. Now we're really grasping at straws. But, you know, he has a chance to actually be, you know, a solid contributing wide receiver on an offense that, you know, Jordan Love, obviously, is a question mark. But he hasn't looked bad in the action he's been in. So I'll just take a flyer on him at this point. That's all we're doing. And in case anything would happen, To Derrick Henry at his ripe 30 years of age, going with Taijay Spears because he has a do it all skill set. You know, there's a chance, you know, if Derrick Henry does start coming back down to earth, that if he decides he doesn't want to run the ball 25 times a game, that Taijay Spears could be getting, you know, some valuable snaps. So I'm okay. I I like Taijay Spears there. That has quelled my worry with relying on Zach Charbonnet, you know, as an RB3 in this league.
1: Yep. I totally get it, man. Um, so we're in, we're, we've are in. we entered the last round. Ty J. Spears, Jeff Wilson, Bryce Young, Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones going this late? That's a, yeah. that's a steal right there, I would say. Yeah. Um, so I'm on the board. I'm going to choose a running back with my last pick. I already have Jalen Hurts and don't need another quarterback. Um, the guy I'm going to go with here, I think this was a pretty easy pick for me. Out of all these guys, I'm looking down the board. Down, 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 down. Chase Brown. I think he is going to be, you know, the early down handcuff for Joe Mixon. If anything were to happen to him, uh, if he gets hurt, Chase Brown would just come in. I think he could handle volume. I think he's a decent running back. He's not like this amazing and most efficient running back in the world. He was efficient his junior year when he only had 150 carries or so. But once he went up to like 350 carries his senior year, his efficiency dropped. Now, you know, that could be expected, right? But I think he could handle <clears> volume, <throat> uh, which is why I like uh Chase Brown here with the with the last round pick.
0: Yeah. Chase Brown isn't gonna be really competing with Joe Mixon, but also if anything would happen with Joe Mixon, you know, I'm not anticipating that, but if anything would happen with his legal situation
1: or whatever, you know, Chase Brown's gonna be very good pick because, like you said, he can handle volume. I think so. And that's it, guys. And that's it. That's the draft. Um, before we wrap it up, real quick, let me just recap my team and maybe we'll recap a couple of others. <laughs> Travis, so here are my running backs. Let, let, let's do it that way, okay? All right. At quarterback, I have Jalen Hurts. At running back, I have Josh Jacobs and DeAndre Swift. I got Swift in the second round, Jacobs in the second, Hurts in the third. DK Metcalf with my fourth-round pick. Drake London with my fifth-round pick. Christian Kirk with my seventh-round pick. I picked Travis Kelsey in the first round. Uh, and my flex is Brandon Cooks. Um, the other option at flex will likely be Simajid Piran, who's on my bench right now. Uh, Jameson Williams, when he comes back, he's going to be a flex option. Leonard Fournette could be a flex option at some point. Uh, and then I have Jonathan Mingo and Chase Brown to round it out. I also have my tight end two in Dalton Schultz. So not bad. Um, if I had to grade this team, I would probably give it a B plus solid B plus. I would say, uh, maybe a minus kind of bordering on there. Uh, but I do like this team, and I like the uh, like the depth that I have. What would you grade it, Zach?
0: I, I think I agree. I mean, I, I like your running backs a lot. I think B plus. It might be edging on A for me, A minus, because you have positional advantage, like you said, at quarterback and tight end, and then you could just, you know, rapid fire running backs and wide receivers, and that's what you have. I mean, all the way down the board, Jameson Williams in tenth round when he comes back, you know, he could be, you know more than just a flex play. Like he could be in a good offense. You know, they're probably gonna be scoring a lot. We haven't seen much from him, but I like that as a speculative pick. You don't have to start him either with the guys that you started uh your draft with. DK Metcalf, Drake London, Christian Kirk, and Brandon Cooks, are all be able to hold it down. You're not gonna be like going to the waiver wire trying to find somebody to replace any of those guys. So I think this could be an A minus if you take into account the positional advantage.
1: All right, let's look at your team now. We got Justin Herbert, at quarterback. You picked Anthony Richardson in the 10th round uh, for some upside. I think that was a great pick as your QB, QB too. This is a one-quarterback league, but you chose to go with Anthony Richardson because you wanted some depth there.
0: Well, depth and upside, you know, you talk about it it is one-quarterback league, but Justin Herbert, I think this is exactly the type of situation where I would go and take a guy like Anthony Richardson, where you have a high-floor, high-security quarterback already that's going to be able to start if Anthony Richardson blows up not only are you going to have obviously you know with his rushing upside potentially a top 5 quarterback you know if he's anything like um Justin Fields was last season you're also going to have Justin Herbert on your bench where okay if anything happens Anthony Richardson he slows down again you can go back to Justin Herbert and be, and be fine he can put up QB1 numbers for you and also like you mentioned if you if you really look out in the future he's good trade bait too for any quarterback needy team you know uh, Friendly Wanker, his team, not to pick on him, but he has Deshaun Watson. That's a bet on Deshaun Watson. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But if things wouldn't pan out, you know, a team like his or even Tua a tug of you know, a coupe, a coupe 22, um, those guys that took quarterbacks late and are kind of relying on that boom versus the bust, you're going to have options in the trade market. So that's my rationale there.
1: I hear that. I hear that. So uh Travis Etienne and Cam Akers uh as your running backs. Etienne, you got picked at the he got picked at the end of the third round. You got Akers at the top of the six, I think which is decent value for Akers. Um but the real yeah story of your team is the wide receivers, right? CD Lamb, Amara St. Brown at the one two turn, uh, yeah. and then you got Deontay Johnson and Kadarius Toney at the seven eight turn. So I think those wide receivers are kind of the opposite of my team. Where your wide receivers are ballers, um, obviously yeah. your first three pretty easily. Um, and, you know, your your running backs are a little bit more shaky, a little bit more boom bust.
0: Absolutely. And I, I, that's kind of been my philosophy towards, you know, fantasy the past couple of seasons. And I've been doing pretty well with it. I've been doing pretty good. So I'm not an RB heavy guy. So I think that the wide receivers are where the points are scored. And I'm really happy the way that the draft went. Um, Travis Etienne and Cam Akers, I'm happy with them. You know they'll do what I need them to do the way that I built my roster. But you know, if anything would happen to them, if they get injured or one of them doesn't pan out, you know, I'm not really looking at much behind them. So that's the shakiest part of my team.
1: Yeah, and then you uh, got some. You got Zach Charbonne and Tajay Spears in the last round. Zach Charbonnet in the ninth round at the end of the ninth. Tajay Spears uh, at the top of the 14th at the end of the draft. Um, built some running back depth there. Tajay Spears you know, most likely a three-down handcuff to uh, Derrick Henry. Uh, and then you rounded out your wide receiver depth with Adam Thielen and Jaden Reed. And you got TJ Hawkinson uh, in the fourth round, top of the fourth, a solid pick. And then you picked up Dalton Kincaid uh, as an upside play at the top of the 12th round. Right.
0: Yeah, I, I like I like the tight ends. I, I mean, I mean TJ Hawkinson, he has, I think he's going to be top six easily just because of the volume in his offense and What's the way his landscape life? is. TJ Hawkinson? His ceiling, I would say, it's probably tight end three overall on the season. That's what I would say.
1: Yeah, I, I think I would agree with that. I don't think his I don't think his uh, upside is tight end two over Mark Andrews. That's Mark
0: Andrews. And, yeah. Yep. Exactly. What would you grade? Right. What would you grade
1: this? Um, let's look at. Let, let me just – real quick. I want to. I want to highlight. You know, McCann. I like. I like his draft. You know, started with Jefferson, Steve Vermandre. Jameer Gibbs, Justin Fields, DeAndre Hopkins, Marquise Brown, uh, Javante Williams, A.J. Dillon, Evan Ingram, Sky Moore, Kendre Miller, Romeo Dubs, Jared Goff, Jared Everett, Gerald Everett. Great, great draft. Um, I'm just peeping around here to see if there's any other teams that I absolutely love. Um, I think uh, Friendly Wanker, I think the way he started was legit. Cup, Higgins, Devonte Smith, Kenneth Walker uh, at the back of the fourth round. Like, that's really not bad at all. Uh, no. Damian Pierce uh, in the fifth, followed by Mike Williams uh, and Mike Evans. Deshaun Watson. David had a little stack there. Greg Dulcich as his tight end, too, for some upside. Uh, and I like it, man. Jacoby Myers in the 11th round. So that I think that's that's pretty solid as well. Um, yeah. Any other teams that look pretty good to you? A coupe is not bad either. Saquon. Jonathan Taylor, Mark Andrews, Amari Cooper, Jerry Judy, Rashad White—that's not a bad start right. right
0: there. No, that's not a bad start at all. Um, let me see—I'm looking down the board here. I kind of like Miles Marlowe's team. I mean, Bijan Robinson, Derrick Henry, one, two, and then Josh Allen—you know—you have a little bit of a positional advantage there. Um, Debo Samuel—we'll see what you can get back to—but Chris Gobbins is going to be a high volume wide receiver. Is a little guy. shaky.
1: Wide receivers, receivers are a little shaky for miles.
0: It's, it's a little speculative with the wide receivers. We don't know what Chris Godwin's going to do, even though he's been historically a target demander. Michael Thomas, interesting. Odell Beckham, possibly a value if he can stay healthy. Possibly. We'll see. We'll see. But I'm yeah. not
1: buying it with Odell this year. But I'm looking at OG scaling the pick right before you. Yep. He, he did steal your pick a couple times, but started this draft with Diggs, Adams, and Keenan Allen, followed by Lamar Jackson. Dalvin Cook and James Conner. Now, if Dalvin Cook lands on a good team, even if he lands on the Jets, Miami, whatever, I think that's a value pick right there, right? Oh, yeah. So if Dalvin Cook could be a you know solid RB2, high-end RB2 this year, and I think it's still in the realm of possibilities, you ended up having a great first five, six rounds there. But then he also got Tyler Lockett. Then he got Pat Frymuth, which who I think could be a top six tight end this year. Zay yep. Flowers, Devon A-Chain. Zeke, Russell Wilson, Rondell Moore, Jeff Wilson. I like that draft. Yeah, a little lot. golf clap there. I like the draft a lot. All right, awesome. All right, guys, that's going to do it for this episode. We appreciate you guys joining. Uh, thanks for everybody who was in the community who actually ended up joining the mock draft. Uh, no thanks to the people who ended up auto picking, just one of them. It's okay, whatever. You, you got stuff to do. It's the middle of a Tuesday. What are you going to do? It's all Go good. Ahead. Appreciate you guys. Um, we'll be back uh, later this week. Uh, we got some more stuff in tune for you. Again, we're in draft season. The content is going to be, you know, awesome. focused on you guys having the best possible draft you can. All right? So, so for, for, me, for me and Zach, we'll be back soon. We'll talk to you guys. Bye-bye. 2400
0: Sports is an Odyssey company.